All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Old Moon Podcast, episode 38. 38. Woo! Let's go. Yeah, we're getting like close to a year. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's like close-ish. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. It's not. It's not really that close, but it's pretty close. It's right? close. If you think yeah, about it, yeah. is um a year. Right. right. So, so we're 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 definitely getting there. We're getting there. I am your host, <laughs> Blue Squadron, joined as always with Jaycoon. Hello, my name is Jaycoon. I'm an Awakening Wusamine with 763. Just going out, and I do a lot of end game PvE content, such as Olin's the dungeons. I recently finished a tour shoe, so I'm back at Olin's to prepare for my Tependa Bereka earring enhancements. I currently have 96 base earrings and currently gathering more before I tap at the end of the month. So watch out for that. And you can find me over at twitch.tv slash JaycoonVT before the T. Jay, I'm so proud of you. You've come such a long way with your interests. You absolutely. Eight weeks. I was gonna say, uh, um, you absolutely killed that. I can't even make fun of it this time. Uh, and we are joined by Blonde Bear, as always. Well, Blonde. Hello, I'm Blonde Bear. Basically everything Jay Kuhn said, um, except it's Twitch.tv/slash. And I like and I like the party. Um, I actually recently just covered a, a lore document given to me by one of the people that writes. Uh, Consensuses of the lore. So if you go to my channel at uh, twitch.tv slash blonde bear and look at my highlights, I highlighted a section. It's about the new Ulukita region. You can check it out there. It's pretty cool, I think. So I'll make yeah. a YouTube video. What are you thinking, bro? That's crazy. That's YouTube what I was thinking content. of. Well, the writer, I'm trying to confirm whether or not they want to do their own thing or upload to their own channel. So right ah. now it's just a highlight until I get some confirmation on what they want to do. Because they've see. written actually a lot of lore segments and I'd love to cover more, but obviously with their permission and oh, stuff yeah. so we're still right. working that out absolutely but it's pretty yeah, cool no. i definitely i plan on reading more and doing more highlights so you can check that out on my highlights on twitch for now good we don't have enough lore content creators in my opinion to be honest with true you. yeah true um all right so the first schedule on the docket today is the calpheon ball i know we've talked about it in a few other podcasts but like today we're going to cover uh, a little bit about what the ball is what players should expect what we expect, um, and then like what our favorite things and least favorite things might be uh, with regards to the ball. Because for players that don't know, uh, the ball is kind of like our BlizzCon. It's like it's like when the developers get mm-hmm. together and they announce all of the new content that is coming for the year. They tell us what they've been working on, uh, and sometimes they tease. Uh, they basically tease all the upcoming stuff. Usually, it is completely about BDO, but it's not outside the realm of possibility that we might see a teaser for something like Crimson Desert. Um, that being said, uh, most of the time in the past, you see that the Heidel ball ends up being something like a little bit lesser, right? It's just like a smaller version mm-hmm. of the Calpheon ball. So like they have the Heidel ball that usually happens somewhere in the middle of the year, usually like June, July. And then you have the Calpheon ball, which happens in December, very religiously every year. Now, um, the Calpheon ball used to be a lot different in that, like, they used to go really hard. If you guys remember, like many years ago, Jay would just get up there and lie mm-hmm. to us for two hours about what we were going to get in the game. It was great. <laughs> um, but like, then they started toning it back because people got really upset because they weren't delivering on promises. So like lately they've, mm-hmm. I think they've done a pretty good job about delivering uh, the stuff that they kind of tease at the Calpheon ball. I'm trying to think of anything that they didn't deliver on from last year, uh, except for centralized servers. There's a couple things like centralized servers. They didn't deliver last year. Uh, and things like that. And a lot of us were watching live um, in Los Angeles. Uh, I got to meet Jay. I dove past his security staff when they weren't looking uh, and got his autograph on my shirt. It was sick. Um, He smiled and laughed at me and said I was... Is that true? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, no, I had to wait. Oh, wow. I was sitting... He had like a security team. 
and no one could go talk to him. And I was like low-key chilling nonchalantly, pretending not to pay attention. And then his security team faced the other way and I like dove past them. And I was like, Jay, have my children. No, really have to sign my shirt. You know what I mean? <laughs> you iframed past them? Oh yeah. my God. Easy peasy. You know, just, just a quickie TP, TP straight past mm. them. Um, and before anywho. desync, lol. Yeah. Anywho, now that we understand uh, a lot of our new listeners understand what the Calfion ball is and kind of what uh, why we're so all like like hyped up about this, what are your guys' some of your like your favorite things and like your least favorite things about the balls in the past that we have had? Uh we'll start with Blonde. Um so yeah, it's true. Back in the day, I think that the uh Calfion and Heidel balls used to be a big hype fest. It felt more like it was like uh hey, here's a bunch of potential stuff we might add to the game. Here's a bunch of wacky crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And it might come out, it might not. I don't know. We're just throwing some spaghetti at the wall, see what your guys' reactions are and we'll so go from true. there. And that's <laughs> that's what it felt like, but people thought that like everything they said was going to be a real change they thought it was like a roadmap when when people obviously realized about a the well, year after that it wasn't like that well a lot <laughs> in fairness it really was a roadmap because they laid it out and said here's the roadmap for like 2019 they would literally they, lay yeah. it out and then we would get none of the stuff server wars yeah. the second great ocean expansion things like this so like it wasn't like like obviously like the players like got the wrong idea because the developers like teased us with it honestly after a few years we started to realize that developers were also watching the calfion ball going wait we have to work on what it it felt like (laughs) jay was literally standing up there like floating ideas into the ether and that the developers also had to watch just to make sure they knew what to work on coming up soon you know what i mean they, they'd pay attention to socials and see how many people latched onto certain ideas and they're like okay okay maybe we'll do that but we're not gonna do this other crazy stuff let's just do the things people were crazy about yeah it, it really mm-hmm. it really felt like that it was kind of weird and then about after the second year where it was like the fourth like because they split it we used to have just a one ball a year and then they split it into the calpion and heidel and then we were like okay every six months we're gonna get a hype fest and people were really disappointed there were i can't remember which one it was but one of the years they actually posted up and like we got a, a majority of the changes and I, it was just like everybody was like like shell shocked with whiplash they're just like what what we we actually are getting all this stuff and then it yeah. actually happened and because i've seen in the past on reddit and other stuff people would post okay here's the whole list of things they said what did we get ah we got about a third of it okay well that's better than getting none so let's go from the next year and the next year um i like that it's a hype fest on one hand it's too. cool that they're throwing out a bunch of ideas and all kinds of wacky stuff and there's all kinds of games and prizes and cool things it's it's a whole it's a whole hype fest if you look at it from that and expect nothing it's all just a bunch of fun on the other hand if you're a person who cares about the game and wants a lot of good updates and you're looking for what's the next six months going to look like in the game it kind of sucks because you're getting all these things and you're just like okay where where is all this stuff where's all this content or versus like you you didn't like any of the things they mentioned and you're like dooming like oh god they're gonna come out with llamas it's gonna be terrible why are they paying attention to alpacas and llamas like so <laughs> i i can see it both ways i i personally like just the idea of a hype fest but i prefer obviously the real updates like I think that what was the one this summer the the Heidel ball was like like it was a ton of just fantastic stuff obviously some other things happened over the last six months but i like it like a, roadmap. I, I, like a real roadmap. I, I like the idea of an actual roadmap but well that's what this summer i was like oh they got all these ideas there's no way they're gonna pump this out and then literally in the next few weeks okay here's the first part one of the here's part two of the here's a bunch of class reworks here's one of this that it's like 
Okay. Uh, hey, you know, I like that. I actually like that. So we okay. I am thinking we did not get War of the Roses. And well, we did, and no, not well. They said it was coming. <laughs> Some portion of video got War of the Roses, and then they protested it into non-existence. <laughs> it has been twelve months. No War of the Roses. Okay, gone. Vaporized. Didn't happen. Also, centralized servers did not happen. No updates. Not did not yeah. get it. So I'd say we got like. 85% of what they talked about at the ball last year. Almost always, there's a new class. Like, we're in the same cycle, right? New class, new mm-hmm. region. Mm-hmm. New class, new region. Those are the two big things. But um, I'm curious what you guys are, like, most excited about coming into this next ball here. Jay, uh, what are some of your... I forgot to... Jay, what's your favorite, least favorite things <laughs> Hello, about the ball? Hi. I apologize. Oh, I, first I mean, of all, where my, is your normal hi. VTube model? Where Where's the... Why are you a floating raccoon? Okay, so the story is I built a brand new computer like two weeks ago um, and I was asking my chat, hey, um, is is 80 to 90 degrees CPU uh, degrees Celsius high? And they're like, yes, you are. You're burning. Your computer is burning. Yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe I should do something about that. And so I was thinking, you know, um, I uh, I mentioned to Blue um, in DMs uh, in in February, I'm planning a a VTuber, like a 2D VTuber debut. And I imagine... it's a 2d model is a lot less cpu intensive than a 3d model and i wanted to start learning how to use 2d models um you know as as you know i get towards my debut and so now here i am i'm learning how to use 2d models and this is this model that i'm using is part of the other model i think i showed you like my 2d model is like carrying this guy so i was thinking hey this is a good opportunity to both learn and also save my computer from burning that's good i mean have you talked to invicta Mm -hmm. Invicta, uh, I've been look. Uh, I have not. I, ha- I will All look right, into I'll it. DM but you about I, I, for yeah. the, I mean, for the, I have fixed it for the most part. I feel like um, it's it's been a lot better. So, but uh, what were we? Okay, yeah. Black so, Desert. what's we your favorite? Yeah. Stuff. What's your? I just needed to know why. Like, where you're being developed. So, your favorite and least favorite thing about pre- previous balls. Yes. Yeah, so, um, I think for me, my favorite part is whenever they reveal new regions. Um, I, I'm pretty basic, so <laughs> I love the world of Black Desert, and for them to continuously expand the world that I love so much is one of my favorite parts of the balls, right? So that's probably why I'm most excited about the reveal of Land and Morning Light Part 2 when they teased it a couple months ago at, at G-Star, which is apparently this sort of Korean Asia E3 or something. Um, and also, I mean, you can't forget about the free stuff. I love free stuff. Um, <laughs> as for what I dislike the most, probably the q a sections um it sometimes becomes a little slow and monotonous in those sections sometimes there are questions okay that are a little like why was that chosen as a question you know like that like last year there was a question about somebody having a phobia about clowns and the dev team was like we're gonna address this and i'm like can you address other things you know and then there was another question in the past where somebody was talking about can we breed the alpacas and i'm like what can you ask a different question (laughs) So yeah, some of the Q and A sections are a little. <laughs> the, the, uh, I wish they asked different questions. <laughs> the Q and A section. I'm I'm so glad Jay said that because I forgot the Q and A section tilts me out of my mind. Um, uh, absolutely tilts know. me out of my mind. No, they always lob Jay like the easiest questions in the entire world. Like they legitimately don't. Um, they don't actually ask him anything difficult or that we want to know about. It's always like. Hey, the Patrigio clown scares me and my children. Can you change the way that it looks? You know what I mean? 
Like, well, I think what it is is isn't it like a random drawing? Like most of the years, they're like, oh hey, like submit yourself and your you know whatever your concept for your question is not the final question, and then they randomly choose. I think that's like. Although I do agree, I wish it were more serious questions about the state of the game and, and important questions, but it goes to kind of show that they are really listening to kind of anybody in the player base, like not just these hardcore characters or people that are like caring about like important stuff, like just your regular average Joe casual guy who is maybe afraid of clowns or wants to know about Mui Quinn or something. I, 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 I kind of like the idea that they're listening to the generic player base because it's like that's like a grounded level, you know, versus... Yes, I could see it that way. I versus guess. listening to only, like, oh, only the streamers, only the YouTubers, only people that are competitive in some way, shape, or form. Uh, you know, they're listening to the normies. I think that's that's cool. Yeah, but, like... But we don't care about that, obviously. I that, agree. But, like, there, I feel like there should be a portion of the Q&A. So the way that the Blizzard likes to do it, since they like to structure their Calpheon Ball a lot like Blizzard does the, the BlizzCon... Mm -hmm is they literally sit up on stage with like the developers and then there's usually like people interviewing live answer and there's like live yeah. answer stuff like that. Yes. Um, yeah. They should do something like that. I think that they're afraid. Put them I on think the they're spot. genuinely well, afraid to have like a bro. Imagine me sitting up the there. The red shirt guy, tell me, you know, Jay, like, why <laughs> do you tell me, Jay, why do you feel I'm here for the real issues? Why do you Hello. feel that my La Orzeca set's hair has been clipping into the back of my witch's outfit for the last four <laughs> years and you haven't done anything about it? Please answer that question. Thank you so much. Hairstyle four. <laughs> I like it's I would actually four. literally <laughs> gotta ask the real questions. You know what I mean? I really do think that like realistically though, I I think that they should have somebody up there that's like interviewing and like answering questions from the audience or like Maybe they have one of the creators on. It's like, it doesn't have to be an NA creator, obviously, but like that, because that might be a little tough. But one of the KR creators, that can't be that dif difficult, right? Um, to ask questions and stuff. I think the audience would really enjoy that. But um, yeah. But yeah. Okay. So, um, Jay, what do you think? Yes. Like, what do you think we're going to get at this? Like, what are you most excited for at this ball here? Now that we're like, it's, it's a few ball? days away. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I did mention the the new region <laughs> i guess the really? new class the... is all okay new region the, or new the, okay, no, the pick, class pick one <laughs> so new region for sure because i might not always enjoy the class right that they the reveal right i mean i only really played witch for five years until they revealed a class that i really like loved aesthetically and playstyle wise which was wusa so that took about that took five years and so um I don't know if they can do it again. <laughs> and maybe in the next five years, they may reveal another class that I might finally roll from Wooza. We'll see. But definitely the, the region over the, the class for sure that I'm most excited about. Oh, right on. Okay. And Blonde, what's mm -hmm. the thing you're most excited about here? I'm arguably the same thing. I, I could go into more detail, but we could talk about that later. I, I'm looking into mm -hmm. more of the. We have Land of the Morning Light 2, uh, Land of mm -hmm. Demons. Ulukita Part Three and maybe Mountain of Eternal Winter Part Two. Yeah, anything from any of those regions. I'd love you guys to hear. are so basic. You guys, that <laughs> hey, was like the most listen, basic. We're grinders. Answer. We're grinders. We're salt of the what earth. You? We just you... go out there and we just enjoy. We like looking at the mountains. <laughs> no. We like looking at the. We like doing all the collections of lore and knowledge. Like <laughs> you we're guys just, we're are just the those reason. guys. You guys are the reason they don't have to innovate and they can just keep throwing the same shit at us. And <laughs> yes, like... sir. Like, Unfortunately, <laughs> we are those guys. I am excited because that for the first time, they actually mm -hmm. in like years they actually have to present to us in game progression, 
that isn't just okay here come ator's shoes okay here come the gloves okay here comes the chest piece we've got them all right now like we've got the the pen black stars right we've got all of the the dead god armors we've got artifact mm -hmm. we've got the end game artifacts they need to show us the direction of the game i'm excited to see what the direction of our end game content is actually going to flow to right they have to tease really? whether it be the next round of armor that we're going to get or like how we're going to upgrade our weapons right or like maybe what art where artifacts are going to go maybe we're going to get a second gear wheel i don't know usually these are the balls where we get something crazy the last time we got something crazy it was class reworks before that it was succession right these are like the coolest balls for me because like that, that's why i'm super excited uh maybe i'm on some copium but usually this is when it <laughs> happens when they actually have to innovate and do something new and it's not just the same here's a new class here's a new expansion here's the next pair of gear or next set of gear right like they just can't do that again they have to come mm -hmm. up with something new i, I think they're just going to do kafras 2.0 no, they already said they, it. They've already said that coffers were a mistake. They they've also said they said never the do. They never said they'd do a gun class. Yeah, but like nobody. Jay is willing to change, Blue. But the Jay is willing to change. He's not changing anything. Um, <laughs> he's not changing anything. Um, the difference is everybody was asking for a gun class, or people were asking for a gun class. No one is asking for more coffers like content. Nobody's getting on. God, I They're hope I have to go get thousands of more Easter eggs. You know what I mean? They already admitted that Coffers was a mistake. But they are not going to do that yeah, again. I think they I found the way to kind of fix it by se semi-injecting it into a lot of content. I agree. I mean, I don't think that a Coffers 2.0 system would be good. But I think that's what they're thinking of doing. I, I highly I doubt that. There's no shot. I, I don't know. Like, it's the only... A lot of people already, I feel like, are losing, like, the incentive to grind. People are hitting, like, 301, 401, and they're like, eh, nothing's really worth it. I don't really feel that great. I grind all the spots in the game anyways. I think that's kind of the only way to really push players back into, like, that long-term, I gotta hit 100% progression. I don't think people will really like it, but a lot of people will still do it because they're, they're stuck in the grind. Yeah, no, I'm... Mm-mm. <laughs> there's no shot that they come up there and they and they do that i really want to see like we'll the see. next big uh thing from them um what do you think this class predictions for this next class what do you guys think the class is going to be because there's like three or four different options as to what this next class could be jay i'm gonna ask you first jay what do you Hello? think if you had to call it what's this class gonna be if i had to call it ooh. I, I did watch a couple Chris Pauly videos. Oh no, that's all. I knew someone. Oh, one Is of us fake was. News? One it's of us all was fake news. Don't lie no. to me. One right? of us. Yeah, one of us was gonna come in and go. Hello guys. Welcome back to my channel. Look, you know what I mean? Like it had to be Jay, bro. Had to be Jay. Welcome back to it's Chris Pauly. It's all fake. Well, yeah. he it's was like, news, bro. Okay, okay, well, let me just tell you GBT, what he was bro. saying. Okay, Chris Pauly was saying that it's a, apparently it's another female class because they found like female voice lines and no, stuff they said, like no, that. No, he said male. No, he said male. male. Yeah, his what? first video said male. He asked ChatGPT. ChatGPT said male, Chat blade, and like there was one other one oh, other word. It was, was ChatGPT. Right? It was like Chris Pauly. Yeah. Then he came out with new sounds for the new class, which new again sounds? he uh. asked ChatGPT, and it sounds oh. like crazy. It sounds crazy. I see. I see. So when the new like, and then he said it was going to be a dual <laughs> class, so there were going to be another two classes. 
too and he classic. was like it's gonna be like just like Me it was just gonna be megu and wusa again but like you know what i mean like he's literally just shotgunning mm. guys it's gonna be male or female it's gonna be blade or have a weapon it's gonna have like like you know like <laughs> now i wasn't wrong you know what i mean but anyway which which one do you think we're actually gonna get like uh... realistically speaking Probably another like melee class if I had to guess because we've been getting a lot of like range and, and magic classes recently. Um, I don't know exactly what kind of you know melee class, maybe something more, um, something a class you know, a weapon that we haven't seen yet, maybe like a Warhammer class, etc. etc. So that's that's what I'm predicting. Some something with like a hammer. I you can't say the word hammer and not float it hammer? out like chat is I not can't. literally immediately going to go ballistic about hammer they've had hammer. to ban the word hammer from Wait, the official pearl abyss stream <laughs> there, before you, there, you know the way you know what the go it's gonna shit. be it's a j hammer dude that, that would be so cool if it is a door for the hammer and they give them an ability called j hammer yeah. that would be yeah. just so yeah, cool that would be amazing like his three minute cooldown is called j hammer i yeah and then you um, can tap your pen black side for free like every three minutes all right so hear me out it's okay. not a necromancer <laughs> No. <laughs> it's not no, a druid. Not. Okay. Nope. I think dwarven hammer. Yep. That's what dwarven I said. Dwarven hammer. <laughs> and this is an innovative <laughs> idea that literally hasn't been suggested yet. Um uh. <laughs> Dwarven Warhammer. For sure. I would play that so hard. Especially if I could have them be bald. It would be sick. Um <laughs> But, Blonde, what do you think this next class is going to be? I know there's a lot of people thinking it's going to be a necromancer. Uh, I don't know. I feel like Seknova is technically already the necromancer. She literally has undead guards you and literally like out. a Sindragosa dragon thing not. that literally no. has the exact same animation no. as Sindragosa from World of Warcraft. You so did not know. She, she is, is not a necromancer. A, no, she is. Put she the gun 100%, down. She's literally the Stop Lich it. King. She literally throws up an ice wall. She has undead servant guys that spawn up. She's got the Sindragosa dragon that does the breath. Like she's literally, she is the dollar store lich king. Okay, sure. literal dollar hey, she's store the, lich she's king. She's the dollar store necromancer. I agree. I one hundred percent agree. Actual garbage. Like, we have necromancer at home. Yeah, and we have exactly, necromancer dude. at home. We have the lich king at Some home. Some great yeah. value necromancer BS right there. Yeah. So what do you think? Um, I don't know. I what I think it'll be. I have. I don't like what it actually will be. I I don't have an absolute clue. What I'm hoping for because because PA every time they come in the new class, I'm like, what? Like Musa and Megu were like, I don't know. For me, it was like way out of left field. I was like, who was asking for this? I mean, <laughs> cool, but who wanted basically Witch 2.0 and then a Fire Mage? They basically made two mages, like two like actual mages, for the next class. I think. I'd like it. I'd really, really hope and like it to be a dwarf with a hammer. I'm hoping that the Tungrad Ruins Executioner mob is kind of like a hint towards, like, they can do short, stocky, big hammer, lightning mode guys. And, yes. and that's that's honestly what I'm hoping for. What it's actually going to be, I don't absolutely have a single clue. I, I think they're going to throw us out of left field again and do some, like, some guy who has tiger claws and does tiger abilities or something stupid. I don't know. Dude. Something that we're not even liking. Some claw guy or something on him. Please put it's the claw guy. Stomp. Stomp. Mm -mm. If, if we get some cat girl shit, I'm blaming you. Do you understand? I mean, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I mean, I mean, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy all of her outfits, but I'm also gonna blame you while I do it. It's your fault that I had to spend the ninety dollars on those loot outfits. 
on the tiger um, girl. Yeah. The tiger um, girl. They specifically said they specifically said they don't like like the idea of like a druid or like whatever, right? Like they think it would break immersion. We literally have airships going over Velia, but you know, it would break immersion. Um to have yeah, a up. character transforming, which is very, very strange. Uh to consider a gunslinger class, but not consider like a druid like that. Um that being said, um the, I, I'm worried that it's not going to be a hammer class only because we have not gotten the new like region that has the ha like the dwarves in it yet, right? Like like that would be like southeastern. That would be like Mountain of Eternal Winter two, which they've teased a couple times. Um, hmm. Like yeah. those are all the mountains to the southeast of Mountain of Eternal Winter, right? So like if if, if they did do a dwarf class, it'd be kind of weird because like Orzekia, which is like the lost kingdom of dwarves from many 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 ages ago, would be it'd have to be like yeah, a Mountain of Eternal Winter part two, like exiled dwarf that's coming back to reclaim the homeland or something, which. We probably won't see that for another year, possibly. Bro. Like, it's just, it's not likely. Dude, we want it so bad. With lore. I, yeah, the worst part is that you know that they literally said, yes, we're working on non-human classes. Right? Like, literally mm. non-human classes. They said that, like, two balls ago. And then every single class so far has been a human female, which I am not going <laughs> to complain about. But also, I kind of want to complain about it until I look at the outfits. Like, they know how to get me. You know mm. what I mean? Um, but, like, how do you feel like a brother class release? What if it's, like, two brothers instead of two sisters? Two brothers. Two. <laughs> I don't, I don't like the twin class mean? release, personally, because I feel like it delays the class's full balance and changes and stuff. But, I mean, they're going to do whatever they're going to do, I think, regardless. Oh, yeah, no, we have absolutely no say. They don't listen to anything that we say or do over here in North America. Um, if you don't speak English and are a Korean resident, bro, they're just not listening to anything that we say. Um, they did, like, a brother-sister um, dwarf combo, male and female dwarf. Oh, everybody's happy. That would be juiced. Um, I, I would be okay with basically all of that. Now, how do you guys feel? This I'm going to float this idea out there. Now, on the idea that the Calpheon Ball is basically the Pearl Abyss version of BlizzCon, BlizzCon encompasses the majority of their games, basically all of the Blizzard games mm -hmm. and their content and stuff. How do you feel about them introducing things like Crimson Desert, Dope V, and Plan 8 at something like the Calpheon Ball? Would you get offended? Like they're betraying the trust of the Calpheon Ball? Or do you feel do, do you feel like they should have their own like like release party thing? I think that, for, like in my opinion, I think they should tack it on to the Calpheon Ball. I think it would just add I, more hype. I feel like no matter what, every BDO player is going to feel betrayed if they take away time talking about BDO from the Calpheon Ball to other games. I feel like players are always going to feel like that. However, as long as they've always had the same amount of time that they do specifically for the BDO portion and then they do the other portions, I would be game. I, I want to hear about the other games. Um, not really V. Crimson Desert's interesting. Um because it's basically BDO 2.0 enhanced single player story mode. And then you also Don't have Plan 8, which is player. like... Do not <laughs> Sorry, say squad single player. Sorry, squad co-op. Sorry, yes. squad co-op. Yes! Yes! That would be cool. Be but so Plan sick. 8 is basically cyber future mech gun guy BDO. Mm -hmm. And they're probably going to try and instill the same grinding mechanics, I think, to get players to play it long term. Yeah, so which one of the three are you guys most excited about? Is that we know that we're, they're working on all three. To be clear, Crimson Desert is an open world 
uh, RPG. It could be single player. It could be co-op. We're hoping it's co-op because they've said multiple times, like, one or the other, mm -hmm. but, like, we're not sure where it's at yet. Uh, we've seen um, teaser trailers for Crimson Desert already. We know that it's mm -hmm. very well into development now. Um, but basically, was it the, the Witcher? It's basically The Witcher, but, like, updated. You know what I mean? The Witcher meets Assassin's Creed, uh, essentially. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And then you have uh, Doke V, and that's the shy game mode, right? The shy <laughs> That's like just the shy it's freak Pokemon. show, right? Pokemon, yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, it's some shy freak show, guys. Um, Like Pokemon <laughs> shy freak show. Um, That we're all yeah, probably I mean, going to play. Yeah, I'm not too personally... I'm not too personally interested in Dokovi or Plant 8. Um, it's not really the style and type of game that I personally like. I, I mean, and so it's probably going to be Crimson Desert since it seems to, be, seems to be, you know, a fantasy game and that's the genre I prefer. So, yeah. Plant 8. What's Plant 8 again? It's, it's like some like, like it's a futuristic it's, cyber shooter. Yeah, oh, it's like yeah. a modern future. It's like a it's like cyberpunk. A mech, right? Like mech kind of deals, right? Sort of. Like yeah. you have robot, mm -hmm. you have robot parts and stuff like that. I am. Okay. Um, I'm obviously more interested in Crimson Desert because we've seen way more of it. But, like, mm -hmm. I don't know really anything about Plan A other than, like, one of the initial trailers they showed, which was very, very early alpha stuff. So, mm -hmm. I'd like to see more. But right now, obviously, it's going to be Crimson Desert for me. Okay. Just because um, we've seen it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, obviously, it's Crimson Desert for me, too. I'm, I'm in the waiting room for that game. Um, okay. So, what are the suggestions do you think that they could do to improve the Calfion Ball? What's the biggest thing that uh, you want to see them do to improve the ball? Personally, I think the biggest thing is the Q&A. I think the Q&A is like, mm -hmm. bro, they got to pick better questions. Or like, I'm okay with like catering to like the the normies for like a little while, but you do have to answer some of the questions from the rest of the player base. And I would like to see them answer, I know this is going to sound crazy, but someone other than a Korean's question. No offense, but like someone from EU, someone from NA, someone from Asia, someone from SA, God forbid, this is going to sound crazy, but someone from console, anyone, start answering questions from the rest of your worldwide community during your Q&A. Stop only answering questions from the Korean player base. It makes the rest of us feel like crap. That's my opinion on how to improve it. Um, Jay, how do you feel about it? What, what's your what's your big thing? Um, I mean, I would love if Future Balls uh, had more um, uh, like community showcases. I think there's just so many talented people in the video community to like when they make like videos, creating art, and it'd be cool to showcase those things at the ball. Um, possibly, maybe even hold sort of I don't know like uh, contests to implement whatever they like. Let's say like I remember Final Fantasy had this sort of hairstyle contest where you know community members would create new hairstyles and it would get implemented into the game and i feel like you know um if more community things were implemented into the game it, you know it would connect the community more connect the game more to the devs etc 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 so i feel i want more of those things to um show up at the balls okay right on i'm uh, blonde what do you think oh blonde you're muted you're muted isn't Sorry about that. Do you guys remember that one year where they had the actual in-game thing happening 
while also going through the bowl. I mean, to do the jumping puzzles, like certain people had to apply and were selected and they did that. I, I, I don't know. I personally like that. Something to do while you're chilling at the ball. They do like a bunch of competitions. They put all the regions against each other to reach the final thing or whatever. And you got like an extra prize. I, I like the yep. interactivity. True. Obviously, I think we're there to watch, but um, knowing that we're all there together, kind of doing it all at the same time is kind of a cool feeling. Um, you know, having a ton of people in that like little arena area. Um, I like that. Um, more stuff similar to that would be really cool, personally. Um, yeah. And when yeah. they do like the the synopsis of like, oh, hey, here's like all the regions, excuse me, information all put together. Here's all this information, like how many treasure pieces were collected, how many of these, like when they do the end of the year recap for our region where they're like, oh, hey, here's all the cool stuff that, like here's all the numbers of everything that's happened. Like I love that kind of stuff when they like kind of not compare regions, but put it all together um, personally. I think that's a nice touch. Right on. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I like the interaction. Um, okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna look at Jay's second topic here, which is Hello. summon pet damage or just summon pets in general. Um, mm-hmm. Summon pets in general. Um, it's, it's no secret that summon pets in BDO have a lot of problems with regards to how their damage affects PVE, their damage in PvP, and their interactability overall. I'm curious, how do you guys feel about summons in the game and, like, the state of, like, summons for, like, Gore, for Witch, or Healing, for Tamer, um, even Nova's summons, like, her pawns and stuff. How do you guys feel, like, like what are the shortcomings? What, what are they doing right? What are they getting wrong here? Um, Blonde, we just heard from you. So, Jay, and it's Jay, it's your topic. So, I'll let oh. you go first. So just to speak on uh, summons in general, I, you know, I've always loved the concept of summoned creatures and mobs. You know, the calling in a friend to help you in battle you know it's always been a fun mechanic summons were also like really extremely helpful in you know turn-based games recently i played a game called Baldur's gate 3 and just literally oh, having a one hp imp an extra body to just take a hit for you was sometimes the difference between winning or losing a battle um as for bedia though it does seem like pets and summon creatures are mostly there to act as a sort of accessory for your attacker ability if that makes sense like for example for which i i keep using which as an example because you know i play yeah, no, right, absolutely. but she's always the first person to, for me to think about so whenever she casts like voltaic pulse um which is this aoe of lightning around her tet who is her lightning summon essentially casts a similar lightning aoe spell alongside her like another voltaic pulse uh and this similarly happens for all of her abilities that involved her summon um, I don't mind the way this was implemented for summons in video. I've always, you know, loved the idea of summons in, let's say, uh, Diablo 2. You know, the necromancer could summon skeleton warriors and golems, revive monsters that act independently from caster, um, from the caster and attack on their own. Um, and so it'd be interesting if if BDO would do something like that, you know, and speaking of necromancer, I know uh, PA said in an interview they were researching on a necromancer type class. Um, but uh, pay attention to the way they worded they said necromancer type class so we might not get the classic summoning um mobs summoning creatures um that most people associate the necromancer with we're gonna uh, get necromancer at home uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and then if we do um i think they might also need to reconsider how summon damage works um going forward if they plan to add more spots that have mechanics involving buffs because uh not a lot of people know this but uh I just want to briefly explain how summon damage um, works, and um, I do have a link. Um, maybe we'll link it in the you know in the video or wherever 
uh, to explain. Um, this was created by some very informed intellectual individuals in the BDO community, such as, you know, Big and Shiny and Felsong. Um, and so, oh, and just to know, there's, there's a lot of math. So if you're allergic to math like me, stay away from the advanced section. Um, it is like a hundred page document. So I will try my best to briefly explain it in layman's terms. Anything that is summoned pet wise or object wise essentially has its own stats and that may or may not be affected by your buffs but rule of thumb though most self-applied buffs usually work out and keyword is usually um and apparently to the document you know crit rate does apply to summons but not like special attack multipliers like back and down attack uh but if a spot involves a buff that you receive your pet or summoned object will not get affected by it so an example would be the lower gyphon uh, mechanic you know how like the the purple blue and red color buffs and the butcher buff the yellow buff those do not affect your summon damage um another one is the ulakita buff um another one is the serendia elvia buffs um the calfion elvia buffs all of that don't get applied so uh and to give an example of what are your are, are considered summons like pretty much all of witch and wizards pet flows all of nova's pawns all of Corsair's auto attacks, all of Tamers in skills that involve Haylang, Hashishin's tornadoes, Awakening Wuss's flower bombs, and some things that you might not even consider summon damage are, are summon damage such as Moose's blade projectiles. Like a, a, another good rule of thumb is that if you can start an animation and you move out of the way or like cancel out of it and the animation continues, it's probably summon damage. So um, this is just a few ones that I you know mentioned. There's there's more in the linked document um and uh, oh. uh these you know these buffs are also considered to be multipliers too like like straight up multipliers like the the guy color buff is a times two damage multiplier the guy the butcher buff is a times 10 multiplier apparently according to the, the document so if you're a class that heavily relies on these summoned and pet damage mechanics right it's it's a pretty big loss in clear speed I don't know how they can possibly fix it, but again, going forward, if they're going to plan to add more spots like this, and they did, right? Ulakita is one of those spots that has a spot mechanic buff. I feel like they should need to, they need to address and um, essentially fix the damage that we're not getting from the, the mechanics, so. Uh, I would generally agree. Honestly, all of the damage, technicality, and percentages, and all mm -hmm. that stuff set aside, all that boring mumbo-jumbo stuff, yeah, we know that pet damage isn't working correctly. They've buffed pet damage for years, and they'd be like, which BVE pet damage is getting an 80% buff? And everyone's like, oh my god, Blue, are you excited? I'm like, no, it's going to do the same damage it did before. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, it was literally every patch is exactly the same damage as it was the patch before, no matter how many times they buffed it. It just wasn't working properly. Um, and that's just the way that it went. I honestly have just been super underwhelmed with how they approach pets in the game. They call them pets. They call mm -hmm. them summons. They just feel like added damage. You don't feel like you're playing alongside mm -hmm. your pet or that you have a meaningful control or like it feels like a team effort in any way. It just feels like they're kind of just there and they're just adding damage to your character, which I think is just a lackluster design. I think it's shitty. Mm -hmm. Like I've always thought that that's crappy. I like gore, but like all gore does is he just he pounds the ground. He rolls when I tell him to, and that's about it. Bro, he doesn't really do anything else. I can't really get him to do anything else either. The only class in the game that has more advanced pet, te pet techniques, which are also still primitive and garbage, in my opinion, is Tamer. Like, Tamer can ride her pet. You know, she can summon attack and, like, do different things, like defend and stuff. That's at least something, right? She can at least interact with it in some way. But, like, 
Oh, there's no real way to interact with Gore other than to tell him, go hit that thing. You know what I mean? That's it. So mm -hmm. I wish they would just remodel the way that they even look at pets. Yeah, fixing the pet damage might be difficult on their end. It's fixable. I'm sure it's fixable. Even if you have to rip it out from the ground up, it's definitely something that would be fixable. Um, but, like, they need to just reimagine how they look at pets. I don't know. Blonde, how do you feel? Yeah, I feel like in concept, they were like, oh, hey, like, pet class, every game... Excuse me, every game has one of these pet classes that'd be really cool. Um, but it it didn't really pan out with their engine, the way the game works. I, I don't think they really um sort of realize the load problems I guess we'd have with certain pets, and so they are quote unquote doing the best they can, I think, with like what they've got. Obviously it would be much cooler if we had like a way better pet system similar to like the yeah, hailing, I feel like it's the most quote unquote like realistic pet. Um, that we have, but yeah, every other pet feels like, okay, you summoned Gore and he does the ability because it's part of your animation for your ability. And that's about mm -hmm. as far as it goes. Um, I think that all it does is create more problems, especially like, you know, like that list you've got there where it's just like, hey, here's all this stuff affected and they set flat sets of stats and nothing really scales. Didn't we have for a hot minute where like if you had monster damage reduction, your summons would be affected by someone else's yes. monster damage reduction? Yeah, mm -hmm. I feel like there's so many sort of testing problems that like we've kind of figured out and they haven't really figured out and um, it just makes it really awkward. Um, yeah. There's always going to be things where like you release something and um, you're never going to be able to predict everything. But there's some pretty basic right. stuff that I feel like they should have considered. Um, yeah. For some things. So... If they do release a necromancer class, what direction do you think they should kind of take with that? How should they do it differently? Right. I think I think they should stop doing pet classes. It, they obviously don't know how to until they fix all other pet classes and stuff. They really shouldn't touch or, or any summonables. Like even like the striker doesn't have a pet. It's literally just a guy that summons. To me, mm -hmm. I see that as part of the animation when he presses Shift Q or whatever. I don't know his abilities. When you press the button, all the dudes pop up, but that's just part of your animation yeah. that does damage. But no, it spawns an entity that then deals damage based on yeah. the stats they set. What? 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 Why? <laughs> Why is it not just a flashy animation and then it just boom, 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 does the damage? Uh, they need mm -hmm. to just not do any pet-related stuff. They need to maybe look like his abilities. Like if they did a necromancer, for example, like you said, if like he has an ability where he like throws a ghoul at you, it's just the animation. It's not the actual. It's not summoning Stop. something, and it's a separate entity mm -hmm. that hits him. It's the ability that does the thing. You know what I mean? Like, right. uh, I just feel like that should be the tie-in, and it shouldn't go any further. Although I know a lot of people would love like five million necro minions or whatever, but. Until they fix it, there's no point. Yeah, I mean, I can... Uh, Jay, how do you feel? Yeah, I agree with, with Blonde Bear. They should just... Again, right, as I mentioned before, it it kind of acts like an accessory. So if they if it's gonna act like an accessory, just make it an accessory. Just make it just the animation. Like if you're gonna do Goroll, just make Goroll its entire anime. Like just shove everything into one. Because you know how like Yoke of Ordeal and Goroll are two separate abilities. Just uh -huh. shove them into one ability so that it, it gets affected by all the multipliers or like complicated stuff that they're adding in the future. You know, and do that for like all the things if they're not gonna fix pet damage just like this is another way to go about it you know i think so i think that the reason that they do it this way and the reason they don't change it is because this is their like budget way of including pets in the game yeah like 
Yeah. I, I really do. I think that this is their budget way of including pets in the game because they feel like they need that for a fantasy setting like this. And like, this is how they kind of chose to do it. And if they, if they do roll it all into one, yeah, that's a great idea, Jay. You're absolutely right. But then the, why is Gore even here? Right. Like, why, mm -hmm. why is it? Well, because like we said, Gore is basically just, or uh, Tet are just, they're just damage buffs. Right? Yep. There's nothing mm -hmm. really added to them. So like, what do you guys want to see? I, like, so, okay. So no pet damage or no pet classes. Okay. Well, let's assume that they fix everything very magically with pets. Like I said, what do you want to see with a pet? Do would you like what kind of interactability would you like to be able to see with a pet? Um, just just more um, like as you said before, like we can't really control them very well. Maybe so a little bit more control. Like, would it be a crazy idea to ask Gore to have a grab and grab your opponent and bring them to you or something like that? Something, mm. something well, that makes me feel like my. That'd be my, sick. <laughs> I, every time, I mean, every kind of little like thing, I'm thinking, how, how could some know? player manipulate this and break it? Okay. <laughs> I feel like that's always going to be the case when it comes to stuff like that. So I like, oh, my pet can aggro even really... more monsters. Like, oh, now I can just clear twice as fast because I'm <laughs> well, able I've to aggro idea. twice as much. So I've... remember when I mentioned before how um, pets and in like turn-based turn -based games are really helpful. They they essentially like they take a hit for you. Mm -hmm. So what if um, the pets act like some sort of like bodyguard for you? They they could possibly take a hit for no, you. No, they I got could, it. Um, oh, oh, I've got it. Go ahead. I, I've got it. What if you know they have, they combined blue orb with um, mm -hmm. with gore, put red orb on the pet. Okay, so the pet mm. aggros the mobs. Instead of so just remove okay. red orb. Yeah, remove red orb, and pet functions the exact same way red orb does. So now the pet is tanking damage for you instead. Yeah, I just feel like that's going to make some of their designs for spots just so broken. Like, certain classes will be able to do spots way better because they'll never take damage. Well, no, you, like... could, you can make it only last for like a certain... You can like, like, an, like an active ability that you activate mm -hmm. for Gore, and he just like pulses energy, and then it, it aggros everything. Right, and it's only up every ten seconds, but it lasts for like five seconds. Right. Yeah, they could they could make Gore and Tet like a cooldown. Like, let's say there's a there are three minute cooldown, right? Mm. Tet, you you invoke Tet every three minutes, like as like a as like an e buff or whatever, and he's out there doing some. He's like being an independent actual summit mob, like I don't know, copying like casting Voltaic Pulse, casting Thunderstorm, casting Lightning Barrage on their own, doing the same damage you do every three minutes last 30 seconds something like that and gore could be like a defensive portion you know gore every three minutes you can ask him to taunt the the mobs around him you know he you can ask him to give you a, i don't know a shield or something like that something that you know that really feels like you summoned some sort of really powerful creature to help you out in in the call of battle you know or and this is going to sound crazy you can tell gore to go to an ally and it drops a heal. It like he he jumps over to them and he drops mm. a heal for you, so you don't have to dive in like a primate and try to drop a heal for everyone. You can send the pet in to do that for mm. you, and your heal goes on cooldown. Done. Like, there's a lot of stuff that they could try to do um, with a summon class, and this is just with Gore. You know, like I'm just spitballing because again, Witch has been my class for a really long time. But like, mm, same. There's a lot of different things that they could do. And that would kind of help offset uh, Awakening, which is like lack of mobility in general. You know what I mean? Which is nice. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know. It's just kind of my thoughts on um, where pets are kind of at um, at this stage. Uh, what do you guys think is like the biggest 
All right, so if you're, there's a lot of problems with pits. What's do you think the biggest problem is in PVE or that obviously you guys are going to say PVE, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> do you I feel like really, there's uh, like some egregious <laughs> problems in PVP that that uh need addressing? For pets, mm -hmm. um maybe I just haven't done as much PVP to really know if there's an issue with pets in PVP. I do remember pets uh because they are you know individual um like let's say you start voltaic yeah. um and then some and then somebody grabs you technically ted keeps going and damages that person but it's not even that much you know mm -hmm. so um that's the only thing i could think of as like an advantage i don't know if it, that was like a i don't know if it's an issue or anything but mm. i could see i could see them like maybe improving that maybe if you do get grabbed um Gore could probably, you know, save you from the grab or something or people something are, like that. Your pets are helping you out essentially. Yeah, one, people are uh, saying Gore could, they could do. People are saying Gore could mm -hmm. throw you. <laughs> Bro, that would could be sick. You. you have to toss me. I can't make the jump. Don't tell the elf. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Situation. Um you know, uh Blonde, any any final thoughts on the on the pet damage? Um, I mean we kind of covered yeah. Like basically everything, everything that's wrong with them, it'd be nice if they fixed. So as the pets currently are, it'd be nice if they fixed them. If they could then fix every issue we have where it's like related to PVP damage, it's weird. Related to mm -hmm. PVE damage and certain things, it's weird. It not being based off our stats means we can't balance like certain things around it. Um, so like, what's the game going to look like in two or three years? Do they just have to like catch the pet up, pet's gear score up? Like... It if they could fix all these issues and then we can go from there, I think that'd be cool. Um, and then maybe I could talk about what we could do with pets. Because right now, as they're oh. currently absolutely busted in so many forms, talking about any changes would just be crazy on top of that, I feel. Actually, okay. someone mentioned in my chat that um, I, I, uh, the special special attacks don't like get affected by pets, so they can't um, do back attacks or they don't they can't do like down attacks or whatever, I think, maybe. They, oh, wait, no, no. They can. They should be able to, because I see it in the thumbnail. Is I it don't know. PvP? I have no idea. It's. I'll be honest. I, I think it might be I, the special attack damage. I have no idea how the damage on my pet functions. I just know it's, there's it, yeah, no it's, shot it. that it's working correctly. There's no way. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. I have a question about the current patch that we are on. I know it's a bit of a pivot, but you guys were the ones mm -hmm. spouting last week about how you were so excited about the old moon grand prix. Yes. So yes, what is going yeah. on with the old because I have not heard anyone it's doing this. It's freaking awesome. You want to do some? It's, There's it's, no shot, bro. I heard somebody queued up the other day for like two hours so and fun. found no one. You could stack up the dead. coins. So you could you could do like say like Sunday, you just do nonstop Grand Prix for like five hours straight. Mm -hmm. You could stack up enough coins to probably not do the weekly not have to do the race again for like six months i think that's the only thing missing from the system like they've got some things where you could just do it all day and you can level up your horse training and you could do this and that but there's not like an infinite turn inable reward i think that's the only thing missing because like you get your you get some feathers which is awesome mythical feathers you get some fern roots mm -hmm. you get the trophies which turn in for like certain things and there's like 20 some odd titles for grand prix racing but there's an like another thing i feel like there's got to be something else that like people that want to do this all day can like turn it into something i feel but it's super fun i really like it all the tracks are really cool if you do the calpheon track the trolls throw boulders so it knocks you off their horse there's a clip on reddit <laughs> where um 
I can't remember his name. He's a life skiller. He basically is, um, it's Jordan. It was Jordan. He's like, oh, I hope that guy falls off, gets knocked by the trolls, and then immediately he gets knocked off. Like, there's all kinds of really cool stuff, and it's like its own unique Have system. Have you guys ever played the Mario Kart? Oh my god, yeah, this that's dude what they should add. The Mario Kart. That's like, what they like should like shells and the, items. Yeah, like shells. That would be so fun. <laughs> Give me a break. You know what this game mode needs? RNG. <laughs> not enough RNG in this game mode, Jay says. He says, give it to they me. They could make two-seater like another feature. Like, let's say someone's driving, someone's on the back, just like throwing something to slow down the other guys. It's literally so Mario Kart at home. Like, Mario no Kart, shit. Like, Mario Kart at home. <laughs> I love Mario Kart at home. Oh, um, I had another question on, um, what are your, I guess, we kind of covered it, but not really, like, throughout all of the ball that's coming up, what do you, do you guys have any predictions of, like, everything you think they'll cover? Um, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm... Cause I'm curious what you guys think they're gonna cover, cause I have some ideas, but... Like I'm hoping they make card? a bingo card. I'm hoping they make a bingo card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, sort of like a bingo card, cause, like, my... Pretty much what I'm thinking is it's gonna be Land of the Morning Light Part Two. They're gonna mention Land of Demons. They're gonna mention Ulukita Part Two, Three, yeah. or whatever. They may. This is like a one percent chance. May say something about Mountain of Eternal Winter. Mm -hmm. Fourth um, dungeon, and then everything else. I think is gonna be specifically PvP related. I, now well, that's another thing. I don't know if they're gonna specifically only have the J Talks be about Korea's PvP issue with their guilds and player based stuff, or if they're gonna tie that into Calpheon Ball and, and Doomer all of us into well, the changes. I mean, we know that the free space this year for the bingo card is Jay apologizing to the player base. <laughs> for sure, yeah, hundred percent. That's True. the free space. Um, but like. I think I think we're gonna get all this stuff. I think it's the dungeon class expansion, but They have to release somewhere. They have to tell us about the next progression step Right, do you think um, so? Yeah, dude like Otherwise players will quit the game because they're like well, I got the shoes. I'm done Right like it's like I no they like... need to be looking forward to the next thing they're I always feel like media has been that way for a long time though. A lot of people are like oh like I mean it's not a seasonal MMO, but people treat it like a seasonal MMO where it's like, oh, new thing came out. Okay, I'm coming, I'm playing, I got the new thing, and then I log off. Like, that, I feel like that's how, unfortunately, a lot of MMOs work these days. But I feel like some people play like that. There's a lot of people that also, I mean, just kind of log in for an hour or two each day and do some random stuff. That's, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that's pretty standard. Honestly, I think most media players only play for an hour or two a day. But, like, even mm -hmm. still, like the really end game players like Jaycoon. Jay, wouldn't you be awful uh, awful disappointed if they did not talk about the next set set of progression for your huge EP seven hundred and sixty gear score <laughs> gear? I do like gear. I do mm. like gear. So I, I actually would be disappointed if they didn't announce like more stuff for me to do. <laughs> there it is. Mm -hmm. um, have to. You know, one thing I haven't seen in a while um is when they announce statistics about the game and what i mean by that in the previous yes, balls dude, sometimes they so showcase good. like how many people created a treasure right. which guild won the most node mm -hmm. wars you know how many i don't know 10 black stars were created how many rich merchants rings True. were created at least one of us on the podcast you know and i've always loved seeing wow. numbers and i hope oh my god <laughs> bro the shots were fired so hard <laughs> i took like a grazing on the shoulder but it like went through my shoulder and it pegged blonde like right in the forehead 
Jin, oh, like, no. Vaughn's just catching strays, bro. <laughs> I'm just a raccoon. I'm just like, I'm just, just it, it's my form of trash talking. You get it? Because I'm a raccoon. Oh my god. Put the gun down, Jake. Get out. Put the gun. Oh my god. Oh no. Um, I was actually curious um, what you guys thought the next big, because they always have quality of life changes. Um, and you know they're gonna they're gonna announce some quality of life changes. Last time we got the Magnus, like it was literally mm -hmm. like or like two two times ago was it like, or was it two balls ago was it that we got the Magnus and that was like the center mm -hmm. of the ball. What do you think that they're gonna introduce as like the next big quality of life change? I think it's gonna be crystals. I think they're gonna crystals. introduce a way to. I think presets PB like full presets. Well. Correction. If I had to call it, it's a way to condense everything that you have to do for grinding and like PvP into yeah. like way less steps. They need mm -hmm. to take all these, they're like 50 steps that you have to do to get ready There's for so even just one hour of grinding. You. I know. <laughs> all of this needs to be condensed yeah. into like three steps. Like yep. it should not be this hard to go out and grind especially for like the new players like bro i can't tell me how many times you start grinding and you're like i forgot my tent buff or you remember your tent i forgot my loot scroll or, i forgot to feed my pets or, i forgot to get my house buff i forgot to get my church buff my pets mm -hmm. uh, like like I, my, my cron meal's not running i don't have my elixirs i don't have my droughts like oh it's, it's miserable bro absolutely miserable um but like i'm curious jay what do you think we're gonna get quality of life wise uh, I mean, it would be nice to have family-wide life skills. That would be yes. Pretty big quality oh my life. god! That Yo, would be so that would be nice. Uh, I'd be bricked up for that, bro. That would be so cool. <laughs> I'd be all it, up in that, bro. It sucks to like have done a lot of like a specific life skill, and then tagging mm -hmm. comes out, and you're like, okay, well, I can't do these anymore. Like, <laughs> there's like I'd like to do everything on a bunch of different characters, but now it's like you look at my account. It's like okay, I got one fisher, one two traders, two trainers, two of this, one farmer, one of that. It's like, bro, it'd be so cool because it's all family related. If it was all a family list of stats. Now I understand there's some people that have like characters that they leveled independently, but just push all that exp into the same bar. It's I don't know. Yeah, like it, they've done the combinations before. When you do it, when you do the coupons or whatever, just uh, they just take the numbers and add it all together. I think that'd I... be so cool because then I'm not dis de incentivized by having five different professional or or artisan alchemists, and I don't know which one to alchemize on today because oh, if I do it on this character, it'll be a blue proc, but if I do it on my stupid wizard sitting in town, it's gonna be a, a beginner and I can't do it. It's like oh frick. There you know is I mean? there is an element to that where it's like the players went through the side progression and the suffering of trying to gather <laughs> from beginner one, right? Or of trying to like do things from beginner one, right? and just adding them together. I don't think helps their yeah. suffering. Um, however, get over it. Uh, I I really do think that like that would be such a big change for the game, and they've done crazier things. Nice we thought change. we. Would, we thought that we would never get global storage. True. Here mm -hmm. we are. Right? Like, that That concept mm -hmm. was out there. There was mm -hmm. no shot that we were going to get that. Right? And then we got it. But, like, it is possible that we get something crazy big like that. Jay, what Heck was yeah. your big thing? 
Me? Yeah, what did you say? It was the family-wide life skills. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Was, Wait, what yeah. was blondes That's then? The way, I just... I said uh, full presets, like, for, like, everything. Like, I, either that or, I don't I don't know, some way to, like, I don't know, if a player PVPs with you or interacts with you, it activates the PVP set. I don't know. One of the most frustrating things I hear from not just my PV ears, but even oh. PVP ears is, like, oh, someone flags on me. Well, now I've got to go to BA, swap my add-ons. Okay, i got to put this piece of gear on. That okay, i got to swap nice. this artifact out. Okay, i got to, you know... It's really bad. Well, I gotta go to Awakening. Yeah, I don't so, know. so like, what about like a like a second gear set, like literally like a second equipment, well, and then you can similar to AOS, um, right? Like when you yeah. queue in, you have a whole preset. You have a, you like have, that yeah. would so be when you cool. Start PvP, if, yeah. you use those PvP stats. When you PVE, you use the PVE stats. Yep. You know that'd be. I'm, that'd just, be cool. gonna, I'm just gonna go full DP set. So if someone flags on me, I'll just never die to mobs again. Well, that's me. <laughs> that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh, bet. Like my, I just go straight to a full DP set and just say you're embarrassing yourself <laughs> and just walk away. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's not it. Like when you turn on flag, you 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 immediately switch. Like when you when you flag up, you switch. To oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Another system. I I don't know if we talked about this or I talked about it with other friends about like um. I know. I think we talked about this on the last podcast. Like the flagging up system, like flagging up in town to then go out and get a buff and then you can kill people or whatnot. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. That's the most open world PvP change. Contentious. That's not quality of life. That's like game changing. I mean, isn't it? You know I mean? Isn't it kind of quality of life? We revived the world scene of PvP because now, you know, a ton of people are just gonna walk around in PvP mode. Like, who wouldn't do that? I mean, I would do that, and I don't. I don't care about PvP, but I ain't gonna complain. Yeah, because you have a drop rate buff and your gear score is bigger than everyone else's. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, and I still die in one shot, so I mean, that doesn't change nothing. <laughs> That's fair. That is true. Um, sadly, it does look like we are out of time uh, mm. for this podcast here, so let's go ahead and do outro and closing thoughts, starting with Jay. Hi, closing thoughts. Um... I'm excited for the coffee on ball and we're probably going to have a ton of things to talk about next week. Um, we'll, <laughs> we'll Not see ours. what they have in store for us, but hello. Hi, my name is JQ. I'm going to make, I'm going to make I do a lot of end game PV content such as Olin's dungeons. I'm happy to answer any questions from newer and older players. You can find me over at twitch.tv slash JQ VT. He nailed it. <laughs> now, when yeah. is the coffee on ball to be clear? Coffee on balls, the uh, night of the 15th morning of the 16th for us, right? Right. Yes, so okay. Friday, 10 p.m. PST, if I'm not mistaken. So like Saturday at 1 a.m. Or if you're in Europe, um, 7 a.m. God, it's like midnight for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, is that like... Is that going to conflict with Siege? It like no. starts no. right at the end of Siege, potentially. No, it's 1 a.m. EST. It'll be like an hour or two. No, no, it's the day before... It's the morning before Siege. Oh, it is the morning before Siege. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, that's fine, yeah. That's fair. Um. Okay, Blonde... Outro closing thoughts. Hi, uh, I am Blonde Bear. I like to grind and party. And uh, you can catch some lore videos on my Twitch channel under my highlights. Probably going to be going over a lot more lore soon. The new Ulukita pre-lore for the main sword quest is there. It's pretty cool. It kind of explains where we are and what we're catching up to with the current expansion and then i'm gonna probably retroactively go back through all the other lore documents and go through a lot of other lore i think the next thing i'm reading is uh, about kaffir's the immortal alchemist so you can catch that twitch.tv slash blonde bear 
right on and i am blue squadron there's always something going on in this channel right after this we have we're gonna run our weekly dungeon run uh with jay and blonde right above us here uh, i think uh bro bear Hello. as well um but yeah. we'll do our weekly dungeon run then we're gonna have the patch note rundown as well so we are obviously not done today um you can always find the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also, my YouTube channel after the podcast airs uh, is a super great uh, place to find the podcast and the past note rundown. I have YouTube videos that come out every day. I stream close to every day. My Discord is crazy active, so you guys should check that out. I'm always running events, um, so make sure you guys tune in for those. From all of us here at the Old Moon Podcast, have a great rest of your week, guys.